everyone, and welcome to the Omega Metroid Podcast. My name is Andy Spateri, joined as always by Dakota Lasky. Dak, what's going on, man? How are you? Not much is going on, man. Not much is going on. Uh, yeah, no, I, I can't really think of much. I've just been, you know, chilling, vibing, hanging out. Uh, I've been playing some SSX Tricky recently. Which is one of my wow, favorite GameCube games. Yeah, that's, I love that game. I've been playing that recently. Downloaded that for Dolphin, so that's been fun. Um, yeah, otherwise, just been enjoying the nice weather, and not much else. How you doing, Andy? Uh, yeah, I mean about the same. It, it seems like every week there's not, you know, things are still closed, so there's not much to do, not much exciting going on in the world. I have been. I didn't actually even tell you this, but. I did start playing what potentially could be our next inspired by Metroid game. So that's uh, that's something. But I, I don't want to give too many details on that away just yet. Um, but yeah, man, not, you know, not much else. Uh, I was enjoying. It was a beautiful day here on Saturday. And then it was covered in snow on Sunday. So that's kind of how, you know, living by the Rocky Mountains works. You never know mm-hmm. what you're going to get. Um, but we know... Man, we know that we're going to get a good episode today because we are back for our second ever definitive ranking episode. And I am like super excited about this one, actually. I had a blast talking about Metroid Prime 2 Echoes. If you have not checked out that episode, man, you got to go and check it out. We had some great discussion. Um, Of course, the general premise here is that we have broken each Metroid game down by like 10 categories that we really feel make a Metroid game. And we're, we're rating them on a scale of 1 to 5. So... Uh, today is all about Metroid Fusion, man, and I'm excited to get mm. into it. But before we do, uh, we got an exciting announcement for next week's episode. Of course, you heard us plug a bunch of times last week on our Inspired by Metroid Shadow Complex episode that we had started our own Discord server. And uh, we are we are really hoping that all you guys listening to this uh, make the decision to head on over and join our Discord server. Talk some Metroid with us. Talk some talk some whatever with us. It. Uh, I feel like we were talking about a bunch of different stuff in there. Some really cool stuff. And, by God, we are having our first ever Discord AMA. Uh, you can ask us a Metroid question, whatever you want. And next week, we will answer it here on the show. So next week is going to be a Discord AMA. If you want to get your questions in, join the Omega Metroid Discord it's a pretty fun place to hang out. Yeah, I guess it would be an AUA, right? Because it's it would be an Ask Us. Yeah, I guess thing. so. <laughs> you know, unless you want to hog all the questions, man. But usually we get some really good questions from from the listeners, and by usually I mean every time. So uh, definitely looking forward to that. I love doing the Q and A episodes. I know you love doing the Q and A episodes. So yeah, it should be dope. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I I just I love those episodes because well, we really don't have to do anything, and and we just. <laughs> You know, we kind of steal the, the way, great man. ideas of our listeners. <laughs> yeah, that's so. true. But, uh, you know, I, I think we also get uh, – we have a bunch of listeners that give us some ideas that we never would have thought of too. And that's always fun because I'm like, wow, that's a topic I didn't even think to talk about. And Or we talk about some music in which we have, like, people like Duminal who are really, like, well-versed on that kind of stuff and throw out, like, mm-hmm. five, six different tracks, like the deep tracks, the deep cuts, stuff like that. That's why I love doing the Q&As because we have some – even bigger Metroid fans out there than we are. So, um, but yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah, no doubt. And you know, another reason that these shows are great is it's a really good opportunity to talk about things that like 
maybe on their own don't quite they don't have quite enough uh, stake behind them to make a full episode but you know we can at least bite into them on these q a episodes in in you know shorter form so once again um if you are not a member of our discord please consider joining and uh getting your questions in we have a channel dedicated for that and we're going to be pinging everybody uh probably later this week we'll we'll do it a few times and uh you know you can get your question answered on the show next week but enough shilling aside we are here this week to definitively rank metroid fusion and uh i am i'm ready for this because uh you know you and i metroid fusion i i think was your one of your first if not your first metroid games wasn't my first we've talked about our kind of differences before so i'm really excited to see where you know how how different we can get because i think for the most part we were somewhat fairly consistent on metroid prime 2 echoes and and i think that this one might be a little bit of a deviation on our rankings i i think so because i know for sure how i'm ranking this game and i know that you don't agree with how i'm gonna rank it (laughs) so um yeah but this was i mean i guess i got metroid prime and metroid fusion at the same time but this was my first 2d metroid so yeah right um, and, and you know what? We we gave this caveat at the beginning of the Echoes episode, and I, and I think it warrants repeating here. Of course, we're we're going to be you know extra. We're going to put our critics hat on here, and when we look at these games, because we're we're trying to critique it in in a constructive way. Uh, you know what? The worst Metroid game is still a really good game. I, Deck, you might well, disagree uh, with that. Actually, uh, I, actually, whoa, whoa, I, I might whoa, even. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait, 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 wait! No. No, All right, it's I, not. I, no, I know it's what you're. Not. Let's just let's just pretend that doesn't exist, and let's just say <laughs> that generally speaking, okay, the the worst Metroid game is still a really solid game. Like I, I could mm. give, you know, I, I could I give a lot of that. Metroid games low scores, but like still really enjoy playing them. Um, so I I feel like that just you know bears repeating as as we get going here. Um, All right, where that, well that you know, that's how you sit. I'm not gonna sit on that side, but I I will say that on average. Like all metro, almost every metro game is pretty good, which yeah, I think is a pretty I, you reasonable know, statement. I I think that there's like you know some some exceptions which everyone listening probably knows about, but you know those exceptions aside, uh, I yeah I, I think the most metro games are pretty good. But let's just uh, get right into it here because I feel like we have a lot of ground to cover. Again, the categories that we are going to be ranking this game from one to five on are art style, story pacing and progression, gameplay and combat, items and abilities, areas, enemies and bosses, expansions and collectibles, and music and sound design. So, Dak, uh, let's get it kicked off with the art style. Uh, do you want to go first? The No, no, I, I think, honestly, you should go first, because I'm very interested in how you're going to... I, I want to know how you're going to go on every single department, on every single category. <laughs> so I want you to go first, at least at the beginning. Okay. Um I gave it a 3. It's a it's not the best, it's not the worst. Um I I do I like the design of the fusion suit. Um so that it's it's not my favorite suit and I do kind of miss like the big dominant shoulder pads and stuff like that. Um but uh, but it, it's different and I and I think that that works. Uh I wasn't I wasn't crazy about um the Ridley design of this game and and some of the some of the bosses and some of the enemies are like a little bit exaggerated for my liking, but 
for the most part, I think that everything looks really solid. Um, you know, the, the cutscenes for what they are look really nice. It, 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 I think that this category just like really comes down to how you feel about the fusion suit and how it looks, you know, the graphics are what they are. Um, they, they look fine, you know, nothing, nothing out of this world, nothing spectacular, but, uh, you know, solid and do the job. So I, I think that, you know, actually now that I say solid and does the job would pretty much how I would sum up the art style department of, uh, Metroid fusion. So I like the fusion suit, you know, not, not my favorite suit in the series, but I think that it's cool and, and at least something different. Uh, I think the design of the X was cool. So I, yeah, I gave it a three. All right, well, I'm going to give this a five because of a number of reasons. Uh, number one, if we're going to start with the, the, the suit, um, I love the fusion suit. I think the fusion suit is such a cool idea. has that, like, awesome, visceral, like, organic look to it that, like, makes perfect sense with the story. It even changes the visor. looks so cool. And, of course, it makes a great contrast with the SIX, which is, like, the classic Samus look. Um, I, the thing... Really, that I, the reason why I'm really giving Metroid Fusion a five is because, aside from the fact that I love the fusion suit, I love the enemy designs. Like Nightmare is such a cool enemy design. The zombie scientists, the Omega Metroid, all the bosses. I think the Ridley design's really cool. He's like it makes sense. Like okay, he's not like an the actual Ridley. He's a clone of Ridley, so it's like a derivative of it. It's not like an exact clone. Because the X don't like exactly clone things, um, and it looks like more monstrous and like has like these like really small wings, but like the monstrous head, like all it looks awesome. Um, aside of that, though, but one of the things that is was really important to me and sticks out to me a lot in Metroid Fusion, especially when I replayed it recently for this episode, was and this is great uh, contrast with Shadow Complex, which we just played, was that like Metroid Fusion has all these different areas that like just stand out in my memory like so hard, like the. You know, the frozen area, you have, like, all these different destroyed backgrounds when you're, like, deep, like, condensed in, like, all, like, the, the vegetation, vegetation. I think, like, Sector 4. Um, mm -hmm. the, you know, when you're fighting the Omega Metroid and you can, like, see out into space as, like, the ship is open. Like, there's, like, uh, the, the room when you're hiding away from the SAX and, like, the shadow is, like, cast a little bit, like, against the wall. Uh, and, like, you know, the light is, like, open, like, on her. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I've, so many areas in this in this game are so iconic to me i love like the design of how they approach all these different enemy types and bringing them and like modifying them from their original look from like a previous game even samus's look is completely different and that stood out to me a lot considering like you know metroid prime her various suit is pretty standard coming from super metroid you know i thought that was awesome the sax is so cool uh, yeah i 100 a five for me especially on the game boy advance like you know, obviously, it's not looking like a 2021 game, but for for of 20 course. for 2001, 2002, you know, early 2000s game, I thought it looked really good. Um, way better, obviously, than like the beta version of Fusion that was shown, um, that I think was shown at like uh, a Space World, Space World 2000, something like that. Uh, right. Even like the the redesign of like the ship is really cool. Like I really don't think Fusion misses a step in like the redesigns. Like the logo, the change, the modifying the text so it kind of looks more alieny and like a little more fluid. Um, yeah, hundred percent of five for me. The the Metroid Fusion look is like like the the design of like two D Metroid that I love the most. Definitely a five. Okay, okay. You know I I can appreciate that and and I think that. You know, I'm probably going to say this a few times here, but I mean, the technology definitely holds this game back. And that's why, that's just why I think that this game is so ripe for a remake. Because um, imagine like 
2021 switch remake and like the fusion suit you can see it like moving on samus like you like it looks alive kind of like the proto yeah, molecule be, from i mean they could do it expanse yeah. yeah that would be that'd be sick but yeah, yeah i i think that it it gets the job done um i, I don't have the same kind of nostalgia that you do but that's that's totally okay um all right well let's move on and uh let's get to the story of the game and uh, so you you want me to go first here yeah i want you to go first uh all right right. go for it so this one it was really tough for me um because i think that the story is mostly pretty solid um but i i almost think that there's too much story which which blends into the next uh the next section and not not that there's too much story but in in my mind it uh it could have been a little bit simpler and you you know where i'm going with this too um it you know the amount of times that you have to talk to adam and he tells you the story versus showing the story uh, i don't necessarily love um but i do really love the idea that the the galactic federation is corrupt and like they're breeding metroids on their own um so i i rated this a three and i would have rated it a four if not for adam because i i always thought and i still think that like the galactic federation using his consciousness in an ai was like ridiculous and i know that we're in like this sci-fi series and it shouldn't be ridiculous but i just i remember even when i was like a kid and i and i played metroid fusion in christmas of 2002 i was just like oh oh okay well like i guess i guess that he they they found a way to bring him back and and it was kind of obvious then like since they were bringing up adam at the beginning of the game and samus was you know recalling her commanding officer that like he was gonna play a role in this game somehow um, it was just a question of how, and I, I always just thought that that was a little bit disappointing, the coming back in AI form. I, I thought that it could have been a cooler way to do it, like maybe he didn't die or something like that. Obviously, we didn't have Other M back at the time, but I, I feel like that critique has always stuck with me. I would have really just loved to have the game like centered on the SAX is hunting you, you you have to go repair the ship you know, from all the damage it's causing, and you slowly find out the uh the shady dealings of the galactic federation without like so much text and so much narrative i know you probably disagree with that but yeah uh, i completely disagree with that yeah i'm giving it a five again i love the story of this game and i mean uh unless you had something to add to that uh yeah i mean i feel like well first of all compared to other m dude there's not i mean i think the entire text in this game and like every cutscene in this game could be fit within one other m cutscene like it's not that much like i've never ever felt that fusion had that much text or story really and i think the story is pretty simple and most of the details that are you know are more backstory-ish or like revelations are kind of backloaded in the end of the game like adam doesn't really tell you that stuff mostly adam's just kind of telling you where to go next he's you know the the relevant story details aren't spoon fed to you all the time um they're mostly as a result of him giving you a directive and then you do it and then something happens and that's what i like about the game too is that sometimes you go off that path or you can explore a little more um like when you go up to uh you have to avoid the elevator so the elevator power goes down um i let i thought the adam ai thing was i mean i never questioned that as a kid i always thought that was cool like oh like someone that she used to know in the past like is alive again really but not really because they never like made it seem like it's adam it was an ai that was constructed from his brain right so it's not really him but it kind of is and so she's kind of like 
wrestles with that throughout the story. And I always, as I mean, as a kid, I always like, oh, that's cool. Like, uh, you know, that's it's not just like, oh, it's a commanding officer. It's not how it is in other M, where it's just so simple and plain and dumb. Um, this game gives a little nuance to it. It's not really the same person, so Samus doesn't really know how to act around someone who is a representation of someone she knew and who ca she cared about, but is also a computer program and is just kind of doing its job. Um, but is it really, you know? And there's that ambiguity there. Uh, and then, of course, you have the Federation stuff, which I always thought was cool. I thought, like, that little, like, extra, like, Easter egg cutscene that you can find is awesome. Um... The SAX hunting you. I mean, some of the story moments. I mean, the, when you're avoiding the SAX and you can't take it down yet, that's some that's some of the best story moments in Metroid, 100%. Uh, that, that, so many other games in the Metroid franchise don't even rival moments that are in Fusion, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and I also love the elevator moments when Samus is, like, reflecting really quickly. In Other M, she's, like, going on and on and on and on and saying, like, mostly obvious stuff. In Fusion, it's not that... I would say it's somewhat similar writing, but I don't think it's nearly as bad. I mean, honestly, I think it's mostly pretty solid. Like, she's reflecting in a logical way. It's, she doesn't go on and on and on. And she only does it on the elevators, which makes a lot, like, is a logical place where she would do it. Um, like, I, I think she's a way stronger character in that sense. And the other characters in the story aren't annoying or poorly written either. So I like that. Um, it's a game that I've always, like, not, that's the thing I love about Metroid Fusion over Super Metroid is with Super Metroid, you know, I like the, you know, sandboxy, not sandboxy, but just, like, freestyle nature of the game where you just kind of go on and you figure out the story, uh, very bare bones of it as you go along and you kind of adventure. But Fusion, I think it has both elements where it's like you get to adventure, but I still have a story, which I, you know, I like. Uh, I love Fusion's story. It's definitely my favorite 2D Metroid story. Definitely giving it a five. Yeah, you know, I actually don't disagree with what you said about the SAX. I, I think my thing is, like, there's just not there's not enough of that for me. I, I just think Adam drags the story down from the, you know, from the character being in there in general. And I don't mind Samus recalling him in the elevators either. I think that's actually fine. But, like, just his his introduction into the game, he's he's a cold character that they just made up. I realize that, you well, know. he's a computer there program. There isn't. Well, but, but know, he's like, to, he's cool. I, I realize that Samus, like, they, there's not a ton of characters to draw from in Metroid at that point that, you know, they could have made up or brought back for this. But, like, when I was playing it, I was just like, oh, who's Adam? I don't really care. Um, and I, I just, you know, all the scenes that you have to talk with him, the amount of time, um, and the reveal, which I, I just thought was kind of hokey. I, If it were up to me, I, I think that it could have just really done a solid job of just focusing on the Galactic Federation and SAX. And that is like some pitch-perfect storytelling device right there. Uh, yeah, I, Adam, you know, he, he just, he's never done it for me. And, and I feel like I've said that before. He's not my favorite, so. I wanted to go higher. I just, I wrestled with it, but I, I think a three is appropriate for me. All right. Well, Dak, uh... <laughs> This next one, pacing and progression. I've talked about this before. This is the... There are two categories for two Metroid games that I can think of. Where if I could give a 0 instead of a 1, I would give that. But I'm giving this a 1. I think that this is the worst paced... Maybe the worst paced Metroid game um, in the series. The amount of times... That, so, and, and I you have to understand. I grew up with Super Metroid. Where you can just go... You can figure out the story. You can... The world is the story, and you can explore it to your to your heart's content. You can go to any area that you can get to. You can you can soak up the atmosphere. You can soak up the world. 
Uh, and you can just, and, and I feel like you can go, and if you know what you're doing, you can do the game really quickly and it has great pacing, or you can take your time and just do things your way. This game, if you want to go quickly, does not allow you to do that. You have to stop, you have to listen to Adam, you have to listen to the objective, you have to confirm your objective. And and again, this is kind of a, this is kind of a, a fault of the technology at the time, because the Game Boy Advance screen is only so big, so there's only so much text that they can fit on it. Um, I'm sure that if they remade this, you know, they would either, uh, hopefully they would get rid of the text altogether and just have voice acting kind of play over while you move, or at least the text box would be like four times as big. So you wouldn't have to stand there for as long, but I just like, I hate the fact in fusion that I just want to explore everywhere and I can't do it because half the place is locked down. I just want to go. I just want to see what's on this station. And you know, not only can I not do that, but I have to sit through endless amount of text from Adam before I can do that. And, and you know what, this probably plays into my dislike of the story by association. So these are probably not as far removed as maybe they should be, but I just like the pacing to me in this game just drives me absolutely nuts because I want, I just, I just want to explore and this game does not let you do that. You have to, you know, it, it's as far as a Metroid game go, it's a very linear experience. And I don't think that that's inherently a bad thing, but just, I, I just want to, I just want to go, man. I just want to be free and not have to get bogged down with like confirming objectives going into the to the you know research station again or whatever to talk to Adam or the navigation station sorry um th this is uh this is not a good one for me this is this is a one what say you deck well I mean I'll agree I definitely there are points when you play this game and I'm just kind of mashing through the text I'm like all right all right let's go let's go but at the same time I don't mind those moments of having to stop and and go to the navigation screen and talk to Adam Especially when it's helpful and I almost maybe, you know, back then when I was playing the game as a kid to remember where I was supposed to go. Uh, nowadays, I don't remember, you know, mind it too much. Going to kind of breaks up the long paces of you not interacting with things sometimes. But, yeah, I, I definitely agree with like a remake. They could quicken that up a little bit. But I don't know. I mean, this is a game that I is a one you can beat in a day pretty swiftly like it's a, a couple hour maybe few hour experience especially if you've played it a bunch of times like this is the game metro game i've played the most because it's really not that long i've always felt the pacing progression was 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 great in that way because you're not playing it forever you're not like just wandering around and like lost to where to go like i like that i can just like i play i've played this game so many times i just like blur through it start to finish and I loved it for that way because it was a fun adventure that I could go through and and not spend like forever, like an entire weekend or a week playing it or something like that. Um, so that being said, I, I you know I hear what you're saying on like just wanting to go on an adventure, but I've at the same time I've never felt super bogged down in that way. Like okay, like I'm I was I was interested enough in finding out what was happening on the station. I didn't want to just go wander around and like look at some like dirt on the ground or like I don't know look for missile upgrades or whatever i guess that's just not like what i was motivated to do there was an interesting story in front of me and i was like i'm gonna go pursue that and this computer's telling me where to go and ex progress the plot i'm like oh well, i'm interested in the plot so i'm gonna go that way um so that's kind of how i've always felt about it uh that being said i'm gonna give it a four because it's not perfect for sure certainly parts of the game i would speed up a little bit but at the same time i've always felt this game is pretty well paced it makes for a, a well um and concise playthrough in like a single sitting i think especially if you play the game a lot and you don't even have to really be a speed runner to beat this game like 
uh, pretty swiftly, I think. So yeah, that that's something that's always stuck with me is that you can you know it's not very long, and I kind of like it so in that way. So I'm gonna give it a four. Ooh, I re- I respect that. I respect your position, but I I do not agree, sir. But that's okay because that's what this is all You're about. You're not gonna agree agree with like anything I'm gonna say here. <laughs> I'm gonna be giving all the high numbers, I think, except in maybe one category, and I'm sure you can guess that one. Uh, yeah, I'm sure I can guess it too. Um. All right, well, Dak, take the lead on on gameplay and combat. What say you? Gameplay and combat. Um, game gameplay and combat. Yeah, so gameplay and combat for me is, I don't know. I mean, I gotta give it a five. I feel like this is like quintessential two D Metroid for me, for me at least, right? And I think for you, it's definitely Super Metroid, and I mm-hmm. understand that. For me, I love Metroid Fusion. I feel like Samus controls really comfortably. Um, she feels a little. I don't know. I don't know what the word is for when when I play Super Metroid. Maybe like like slippery or something. I, I don't I've know. heard people say floaty. Before. Floaty, maybe floaty. Yeah, but like I like how she feels in Fusion much more than I do in Super Metroid. Um, I enjoy the boss battles. I enjoy the level design. Um, there, are, I mean, again, a number of uh, very iconic like gameplay moments in Fusion that I just really can't tear myself away from. Again, I got to go back to that, uh, you know, chase scene with the SAX. That's one of my favorite Metroid gameplay sequences of all time. Um, and I would I would love for a remake to come out and, like, extend that a little bit and make it even, like, scarier and harder. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I would love that. Because going back, and now, now that I've uh, gone back to it as an adult, that sequence isn't as long as I remember. But probably it just felt longer as a kid because I was, like, freaking out. Um, and dying a lot, too. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> But, like, that's kind of stuff I love. Like, this game has – one of the things that this game does really well with the gameplay is the anticipation. It's so re- real. It's so good at, like, setting up scenes that you're, like, looking forward to playing in or, like, creating, like, a sequence that's uh, exciting. Um, you know, like, the, the Ridley boss fight's a really good setup because you see, like, the Ridley corpse earlier. And I think that's a fun fight because it's, like, in a little tight room. Um, and we've talked about that boss fight before, like, uh, the security boss, the, uh, the, uh, the box drone security drone right there, the security robot. That's one of my favorite boss fights in a Metroid game. I love like, you know, climbing on the monkey bars and shooting down, jumping around on it. Uh, the, the, the Ceres boss fight really good too. And I think all mm-hmm. the different areas, I mean, combined with all the, uh, the different upgrades we'll get to later, I think makes for a really, I mean, one of the best Game Boy Advance games, I think, in terms of gameplay, and certainly one of the best, if not the best 2D Metro, in my opinion. Uh, certainly love it, and yeah, would love to see it remade. I gotta, I gotta give it a five because it's my favorite 2D Metro, and I, I've played it so many times. I love the gameplay for sure. Yeah, I, I respect that. Um, I, I went a little bit lower, but not a whole lot. I gave it a three, and and I'll explain, I guess, my rationale here because to like when I say gameplay. In, in combat and stuff to me like gameplay almost is like in my mind like what's the gimmick of this game like or maybe gimmick is the wrong word but you know what i mean like metroid prime was like the first like 3d metroid and it was the first first person metroid where it was like echoes kind of did the dual world thing corruption you could switch planets and you had all the the motion control stuff and like you know super metroid obviously you know defined 2d gaming in a lot of ways in metroidvania gaming um so when I when I'm thinking about fusion, like it it basically is just like a sequel to Super Metroid, which is there's nothing inherently wrong with that. But I, I I'm not sure that like the gimmick or like the big hook of this game added a whole lot of new stuff. What I what I came up with when I was thinking of this was like, so it added the X and it added the SAX chase scenes, and I love the SAX chase scenes. But you are correct, 
they're not as prevalent and they're not as long as, as we all like to remember. Um, and the X basically just replace like, like drop offs from enemies in super Metroid, like the little purple orbs that you'd get. So they're, they're not like story wise, they have a big implication, but like gameplay wise, they, they don't necessarily, um, you know, I, I know that they infect bosses and stuff, but like in, in terms of like literal gameplay, they don't really affect much. So, you know, I, I think that it, it doesn't necessarily add a whole lot new to the Metroid formula other than those wicked chase scenes, but uh, it certainly doesn't do anything wrong by it either. So yeah, I gave this one a three I have right uh, in the middle for me. You know, I, I got to definitely disagree with that X point because I definitely think they added a lot to the gameplay. One thing that I don't like about, I mean, not that I don't like, but one thing that I think the X improved on compared to like regular power-ups is that like in Metroid Prime and Super Metroid, there it's it's a gamified thing, right? It's very video gamey, like this this power-up which wouldn't exist in like a real world is floating there for Samus, right? Whereas Metroid Fusion, the X are a real living thing, and di- and gameplay-wise, they're more dynamic. They're moving around. They can run away from you. You gotta sometimes go and catch them. You gotta try to get in their path and pick them up. They're not just something that's sitting there or something that you can suck up and make them move over to you. So they definitely change the gameplay at least a little bit. And sometimes they're even enemies that you have to deal with later in the game. So it's like a pickup that is not necessarily always just a power-up. So I definitely disagree there. They definitely change i wouldn't say they changed the metroid formula but they certainly added a different spice and flavor to it it wasn't just a regular pickup now all of a sudden it's a more dynamic component of the gameplay and i always felt that it made it a little more immersive you know you have this thing moving around it's you know the sound effects swirling and whatnot and you're trying to go and catch it sometimes and or something you just ignore it and or you try to race over and get to it before it goes into an enemy and respawns and creates another enemy in the room that definitely changes the gameplay that a power-up doesn't do um, so yeah, I definitely disagree that they don't change things. They were important to the plot and I thought they really were a good mix up on, uh, again, doesn't, it didn't reinvent the wheel, but I definitely thought they added to the Metroid formula and were an improvement on regular pickups and were definitely one of my favorite parts of the game. And I should have added uh, that to my initial point too. That's fair. And I see what you're saying. I see where you're coming from. They, they just like, I don't know. They, they didn't do, they didn't do the same for me. I think it was just kind of like, okay, well I've defeated this boss now I just have to defeat this, like, really easy floating thing that I can beat with, like, a couple of missile shots. And, like, it was just kind of like an extra barrier to the power-up. Oh, I, yeah, but, I, I can yeah, see I guess, what but you're I'm saying, talk, though, I'm talking sure. about, like, not even those. I'm talking about just, like, even pickups. You know, like, there are certain rooms where you kill a bunch of X, and then you have, like, the silhouettes in the background. And you got to, like, run over and try to get the X. Or sometimes they just go over instantly and they respawn more enemies. I'm not just talking about, like, power-ups. Even just regular pickups, like health and missiles. Um, yeah, like, you know what? Actually, what would have been cool... Now that you say that, and Fusion does this like once in a while, but not very often, is sometimes you'll kill an X parasite and then you'll have to wait for it to reform as like another enemy yeah. and then you can like freeze it. Like that would have been cool if they did that a little bit more. Like that, that would have factored into my gameplay ranking a little bit more. But like it's really, really sparse that something like that happens in the game. Usually it's just mm. like you kill it, you got to chase it, you collect it. Perfect. I. So, yeah, I mean, I guess agree to disagree. I feel like it happens enough in the game. It doesn't happen too much, but I definitely don't agree that it happens a sparse amount. But yeah, I that's I I definitely give it a 5. I feel like the Met- the the Metroid formula here feels as dynamic as it probably ever had at that point until probably Samus returns. Or I guess Zero Mission, obviously. All right, well, let's agree to disagree on this next one too because I am I'm not a fan of the items and abilities in this game as it pertains to Metroid Fusion. I gave it a 1. And I gave it a one because I feel like it doesn't add anything. Like it, 
literally takes all of the items from Super Metroid and that's your arsenal. You you do have the ice missiles, granted, uh, for sure. But, you know, it's the same. I, I feel like it was a missed opportunity. You have this new suit. You have, you know, this, this really cool look. And, but you've got the same, you've got the speed booster, you've got the wave beam, you've got the, the screw attack. Like there just wasn't, there wasn't anything new or dynamic or like unique to fusion other than the, the ice missiles, which, uh, if I'm being honest, I, I don't know that I loved those really more than just like a regular ice beam. So yeah, I, I feel like we're going to go in opposite directions here again, um, but I, I've always, I was always a little bit disappointed that there wasn't something that really, like, I, I don't know. Like, it was an item that, like, maybe maybe I was looking for something akin to, like, the Hyper Beam in Metroid Prime 3 that, like, used the X's fuel or something. Or, like, I don't know. But something, um, you know, this game is so different than a lot of other Metroid games that it, it was disappointing to me to just have the same old items come in and, like, those are your... Those are your staples, and I know that you know there's a, a reason for that story-wise, but it it still leaves me a little bit wanting. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going one, Dak. Yeah, I mean, I'm not too far off on that. I, I'm, I'm gonna I give it a three, just for really the same reasons. I don't think it qualifies a one though, but um, I mean, at least for me, I you know, Metroid's upgrades are still good. You know, and at least for the first time playing Metroid Fusion, I hadn't played Super Metroid. So this is my first experience with those power-ups in 2D Metroid. So I thought, oh, this is great. And I always liked the Diffusion Missile as well. But yeah, they def- it, you know, Metroid Fusion doesn't really do anything different in terms of like upgrades. Um, it's more of like a, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But it's certainly not innovative. So that's why I gave it a three. Like, it's not bad because they're, they're Metroid upgrades and they work really well in like the flow of the game and the cycle of like how the game progresses. Um, like the game is really well constructed around those upgrades. And I personally really like the diffusion missiles and I would love for them to come back and it's a really cool name and they look really cool. Um, but yeah, other than that, there's not really too much going on. So I, I gave it a three. It's like eh, par for the course, not great, not bad. That's, that's right. how I saw it. Yeah. And, uh, I'm surprised actually. I thought that since this was your first, you might be more, um, well, lenient I- with that. Yeah, I guess I'm kind of like, because I'm trying to look at it as like, okay, like my impressions from when I, if this is my first Metroid, but at the same time, like looking at it overall, right? Like, right, right. you know, like my impressions from the beginning when I first played the game, of course I hadn't experienced these, but at the same time, I'm probably maybe being a little more lenient on like the graphics because obviously I can't change the fact that they're Game Boy Advance graphics from November 2002 into 2021. But um, yeah, in the, in this sense... I would say Metroid, they could have, at the time, even in 2002, they still still could have done more, you know? Like, this kind of game, mm-hmm. I think, could have, it would have been nice to have maybe one, maybe not even, I don't think they could have gone too, or I don't think they needed to go too much farther, right? I think that they went, like, if they, the, the fusion missile was in the right idea, like, the right direction. If they that, added, that was the right path, yeah. Exactly. If they added, like, one or two more, like, upgrades like that, that maybe put a little more of a twist on the prior upgrades, like maybe if they gave us a different version of the screw attack or maybe a different version of the shine spark, something like that, just ever so different. That was more characteristic to fusion rather than super Metroid. That would have been perfect. Cause it wasn't like, Oh, it wouldn't be overloading us with new stuff, but it would be nice twists on the old stuff that we know. Plus adding that familiar stuff that we played with before. That would have been great. Maybe in a fusion remake, we might get that, but yeah, I'll, I'll give it a three for what it is. 
Yeah, you, you took the words out of my mouth. I think that's uh, perfectly summed up. And it's funny, too, because, like, all of these same, or a lot of these same items, rather, are in, like, Metroid Prime. And I would rate those quite highly because they were, like, different spins in a, in a new dimension. Exactly. That. So it's just, yeah, it's a little bit funny how that works. But, um, all right, well, let's, uh, let's move on. Let's talk about all of the different areas in this game. And there is a lot of them. Um, Dak, what do you think? Uh, so, obviously, they're they're based on areas from, like, a previous game, somewhat. Um, another place, somewhat. I, you know, Other M definitely didn't do the bottle ship area, like, thing, right? But I think Fusion did the whole, like, secluded on a ship but with different areas thing pretty well. Um, you know, it made sense how they were like breeding all the different organisms and whatnot and species of animals and aliens on the ship. And I think personally, like just looking at the areas, like the different sectors themselves, I always thought they were really cool. Like they, they felt very distinct, right? Like going back to shadow complex, we played that like every mm-hmm. area in that game is just like a gray factory or Brown cave rock, you know, like the best part of the game, as far as I was concerned was, towards the end of the game where you're up on top of the surface and you're fighting on the lake and you're fighting in the forest and you're fighting on, like a, not a factory, but like a, you know, a base or whatever. And there's nuclear warheads and a ship and all of that, that like the game felt way more diverse in that way. Metro fusion. I love cause it has, you know, the, the ship itself, which feels kind of alive in a way because you have the AI working with you and the SAX roaming that and the, remnants of what used to be working on that ship and you're opening things up and whatnot. And then you have the different sectors that are, characters in their own way and sometimes like affect the environment and obviously the locks you out in the classic kind of metroid way uh, and you have to go you know get new upgrades to get to these different areas i think it does things pretty well i i at the same time it's not like again reinventing the wheel or anything i would give it a four um you know i think some areas of the game uh were not like super exciting and like I, but then like other like I love like uh, the nighttime area. I'm trying to remember all the different sector numbers now, right? Um, the knock sector, sector six, oh I think knock sector NOC. six, knock. yeah, sector yeah. six, yeah, that one. I love that area. Like the frozen one too. Um, like those, I really love. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna go with a four. I think I think the thing is that Metro Fusion has pretty solid consistency in terms of its environments. And it kind of, that's why I hated Other M, because it felt like such a cheap, like, ripoff, what Fusion had already done. But Fusion, I think, in its way, did a pretty solid job of, like, the recreating environments on, like, a ship trope that sci-fi does sometimes. And it made sense in the context of the story, and it didn't lock you into one kind of area in a Metroid game. It allowed you to, like, traverse all these different kind of areas, which, for a Game Boy Advance game in 2002, like, made sense, right? Like, I'm coming from playing, like other like super mario brothers games and whatnot on my game boy advance was going to release and like i don't know it made sense like going to all different levels like there's the ice area there's the hot desert area there's the jungle area but fusion did it in its own way i love like when you can and then like you can go behind the scenes kind of you're like going behind the walls and you're traversing like the electrical areas and the elevator that those sections i love too so yeah i i, I would give a four for me i for the areas okay okay um, so, so we don't do half points on this show and there's two categories coming up here that I would have given half points to. So for areas I rounded down and for this other category, I rounded up. So my answer, I'm going to give it a two. My answer probably would have been a 2.5, but, uh, I'm just going to give it a two. Um, 
the uh, the expression "jack of all trades, master of none" kind of comes to my mind when I'm thinking of the areas of Metroid Fusion. Um, there's a lot of areas, and they are themed, and they're all like kind of cool in their own way. But I feel like they're they're almost all too like like small to really bite your teeth into and, and sink into. Hmm. Um, That's fair. Some of the some of them are obviously bigger than others, but like you know, especially the first section uh, is is like quite small and like. Um, another thing that I, I never really cared for about the sections of Metroid Fusion is there's not a lot of points of interconnectivity, which I'm a big fan of in Metroid. Um, there is towards like the latter, latter parts of the game, but like they're pretty hard to to access and to get to if, if you don't like, you know, have the right power ups or know where you're going. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. There's nothing there's nothing inherently wrong with any of them. I, I do think that. Um, they they do the whole spaceship thing really well, and there is color, thank God. Uh, you know, especially if you're comparing to Shadow Complex, there's more color in this 2002 Game Boy Advance game than there is in that game. So I I, I do like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. They're they're kind of like they're a little bit. It's it's like uh, it's like eating a steak bite instead of eating a steak. You know, and like I I think I would have been more okay with like five or even four or five like really well fleshed out really well defined areas versus like i think that there's seven maybe eight if you count um the restricted zone areas in this game so it 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 spread them a little bit thin and and kind of diluted them a little bit for me um again nothing inherently wrong with them but not like uh not not i wouldn't say that any area in metroid fusion is going to be in contention for like like this is uh one of the best areas of Metroid. I I think that that's probably fair to say. I don't know if I would agree with that, but I would have to go back and think which one would be my pick. But you know, it's not. I don't think like Fusion's like on the par of like Metroid Prime in terms of having those picks. But I don't know. I was I like that you do kind of go back between the sectors. You might not like walk a literal direct path between them, but you do go back and forth between the sectors, taking the elevators. And again, I do like the segments in between that break those areas up where you're traversing the, the main hub of the ship rather than the, the, the different sectors. I guess I just never had that expectation because I considered the game just one big area rather than like right. one small hub and then all different areas that I would expect to be much bigger. I just considered all one big area. And that you move between those areas all, you know, I never really, I guess I never felt like the lack of disconnect between areas in that way that you seem to have. Cause I feel like all the areas are pretty sufficiently connected. Like it makes sense. They're not literally connected cause they're supposed to be like isolated environments for some scientific purposes. But at the same time, you do go back and forth between them throughout the game. You do go between them, not only through the elevators up and down, but also, um, you know, elsewhere behind, you know, you know, in ways that weren't meant to, the, the, the station weren't, wasn't expecting you to go that way, essentially. Um, so, yeah, I definitely, I, I, I guess I, my, my perspective on it is different than yours. But when I looked at it, just one big ship rather than like six or seven or eight areas that could be bigger. I guess that's why I don't have the, the same problem. Right. And, and like, I mean, for context, too, like I'm playing this after I played Super Metroid, after I played Metroid on the NES, after I played Metroid Prime, which which are all, like, very interconnected worlds, whereas this one, and it kind of bleeds back into the pacing for me, is like, oh, goddamn, if I'm in Sector 2 and I want to go to Sector 5, I gotta go up the elevator all the way back and, like, down there again, where, like, it would have been nicer to have, like, a more direct path. And, like, 
sometimes even in Metroid Prime and Super Metroid, there there's not really a direct path, but maybe it just feels like there is a little bit more. I don't know. Um, there's definitely really sure. times in Metroid Prime and Super Metroid where I'm just like, oh, this sucks. I have to go all the way back this way. Or like with Metroid Prime, there are definitely areas that aren't connected and you have to take these really long loops. With Metroid Fusion... Yeah, yeah there, there, there's definitely those areas. Yeah. I definitely don't yeah. think Fusion has that same problem. And also, usually when you're in an area, I never felt like, oh, I want to leave and go somewhere else. Usually there's a good reason why you're already there, already where you are, and you got to complete that you know task, whatever it is, before you leave anyway. So it's never like, oh, I want to just go and... I guess, again, because like, to me, I always feel like it's one big connected any area anyway. Um, but yeah, I, some, one thing I like about this game is that I never, I never feel like it's a slug or a chore to get from one way to another, whereas sometimes in Super Metroid, sometimes in Metroid Prime and other times in other games too, I'm like, damn, this is going to take a while. This is some long backtracking and that's not always enjoyable. I don't think Fusion ever has that problem, at least for me. Yeah, to, I guess to an extent I would agree with that. Um, but I don't know that that's like a positive for me because I... You know, I, I do like going back and, like, deviating from the course and collecting all my pickups and stuff. And I, and I know that's not, like, necessarily your cup of tea. I, to finish off on areas here, I think that I would stick by, like, nothing inherently wrong. I don't think that any of them are, like, the best in the series. But I also don't think any of them are the worst in the series. Just, like, pretty pretty solid. So, um, yeah. let's, let's, uh, let's keep it going. Let's move on to enemies and bosses. Dak... I'm finally going to break out the high score here. I'm giving this a four. Um, fantastic, fantastic bosses in this game, I think. Almost from start to finish with, uh, actually, the exception of, like, Ridley. I, I don't love that fight. I think he's just, like, super easy. But other than that, you've got, like, some really cool bosses in here. You've got our boy Arachnus. Uh, you've got, God, what's the jump guy's name? Uh, Zazabi. Uh, Nightmare. Saris, as you mentioned. Box security robot um yakuza the wicked spider looks uh he's that's a really fun boss fight um i think that the notori one is kind of weak in sector two which we covered um but you know what for for the most part there's like oh oh and of course sax uh can't forget about that um and the and the omega metroid so yeah I, i think that the bosses in this game are like really consistently really fun um the enemies in here are really fun lots of kind of cool little spins on like classic metroid enemies like you've got the swimming space pirates and you've got the just like a lot of cool stuff like that um you know as i mentioned earlier some enemies when you kill them transform into like other different powered up versions of enemies so like i think that that works really well um but yeah this is a four mostly for the bosses i feel like the bosses are a consistent high point in this game so yeah, there we go. Hopefully something we can finally agree on. Yeah. Uh, so I think this is definitely a two-parter, right? Because yeah, you have both bosses and and enemies. So like non, non-boss non enemies, of course. So bosses, you're looking at bosses like Metroid Fusion is so, so strong on that account, right? Like you have some of the most iconic bosses, I think, in the Metroid series. I think all, consistently the Metroid Fusion bosses are really good. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you have the SAX, which multi-phase boss a multi boss fight boss the omega metroid's a really solid anchor and like really wraps up the the, the entire game really well of course i mentioned the box robot which and, and saris which are two of my favorite 2d metroid uh bosses they really change things up in terms of the fight like saris you have small platforms you're jumping over you're getting knocked into the water you're facing a boss that's just way faster than you uh, the box robot forcing you to fight on the monkey bars, and it's like, and and obviously I love it even more after playing the Prime 2D demo. But 
A big uh, any my box fans, my boxers out there, where you at? Um, you know, lo love all the enemies, and yeah, the Ridley fight might be a bit easy. I'm still a big fan of it. Uh, so yeah, the bosses I think themselves are really good. The enemies too. Um, like if I were to get, I would give the bosses themselves like a five, and maybe the enemies a four. I think more like. I don't think there's as many standout non-boss enemies, but at the same time, I think they're all really effective. The X-Parasites are really good. That Maybe they're in a league of their own in terms of, like, adding a new structure to the Metroid formula. I really do love the X-Parasites. So, like, maybe I'd give it a 4.5 and round it up. So, I'm going to give it a 5. I, I think the bosses are, are great. The enemies are well done as well and really work with the story. Um... All the different areas from, like, you know, Pyre, Sector 3, and then you have, like, the little flying enemies in, like, Sector 6, the nocturnal site. Um, like, the zombie scientists, which were really cool. And then, yeah, like, the, the, the flow of fights where you get kill an enemy and then you have the X-Parasites show up and those add in another layer, too. Uh, you know, classic takes on Metroid enemies that we're familiar with, as you said, plus some new ones, which I really enjoyed. And they all felt really distinct. And they also didn't feel like they were just copy and pasted into Super either. Even, like, the older enemies, too. And and even though Metroids are really not, like, prevalent in the story at all, I think that really isn't a problem for this game. Even, like, the, the space pirate designs. I love, I love the space pirate design. Like, that, the purple space pirates, like, they're, they're grayish, like, hair. I don't know, like, like they're weird looking. Um, the, the boss they're, designs. They're a standout, I think. Yeah, yeah they're so cool. Uh, the key hunters look really good in this game. Uh, even like with the horn nodes, like are just like a solid design that's not not changed too much, but like looks good for the Game Boy Advance. So yeah, and then obviously like the SAX is is just that's such a good enemy design. Like it's literally Samus, but it's like not. It's like zombie Samus, but it's it's crazy how you know obviously Samus is such a a strong and um you know devastatingly dangerous character that when you put her on the other side, essentially right, like <laughs> very scary and you know, that one cutscene, right? Like, when you zoom in on the SAX's face, come on, that's, like, one of the most iconic, uh, <laughs> you know, shots, cutscenes in the entire Metroid series. So, overall, I'm going to give bosses and enemies a whopping five. Five stars. Five out of five. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. All right, let's keep it going here. Let's talk about the expansions slash collectibles slash extras of this game. I rounded up here, Dak, and I am doling out, if you can believe it, another four. Um, you, you know me. I I love going back and, like, rounding up and getting all the items. That's, like, one of my favorite things to do in Metroid, that that sweet point where, like, you've, you've finally got all your powers and you can, like, go and do literally anything and nothing is off limits to you anymore. Um, there is some fantastic uh, Shine Spark puzzles in this game, which, as you know, I'm a huge fan of. So some really great ones in this game. Um, I, I think that uh, you know I I kind of I kind of dumped on the areas being a little bit smaller um, and not as bite size or not as like you know big and more bite size. But that does make it a little bit easier for going back and like rounding up and getting all of your items. So I I do like that. Um, yeah, I think that there's once you once you actually go in and you have all your power ups, you can connect all of the sectors together directly or at least a few of them um mm -hmm. you probably don't need to at that point but i i do like doing that especially because usually in like the uh the little like i guess brick from or a little block from one sector to another you can see space and i always thought that was really cool yeah i love the little extra cutscene of like the the shadowy man in charge that you can unlock by like yeah. going all the way back 
um yeah yes. i i think that there's a lot to uh I think there's a lot to like in terms of, of extras and collectibles and stuff like that. Um, every time I play Fusion, I think I go and, and sweep the board and get everything. So, you know, I, uh, I'm, I'm never disappointed when I when I go in and do this. Lots of fun puzzles. Lots of fun, like, expansions that you really got to think about. Like, okay, how do I get this? Um, I, feel like, I feel like this game does a really good job of, like, kind of making sure that you're also, like, stocked up as well so like mm-hmm. there's the access accessible expansions but then like you know you you never feel like you're underpowered but i don't know that you ever feel like you're overpowered either so i, I feel like it does that balance really well so yeah i think that uh this one this one's a four for me it would have been a 3.5 but by god i'm rounding up boom five from your boy dak on this one um, I'm sure you're shocked on that but the reason i'm giving it a five is number one everything you said kind of this is 100% I agree with. And that's why I was surprised that you said, oh, like, this might not matter to you as much because you don't like to go back and, like, get this kind of stuff, which you're definitely right in that assumption, and that is true most of the time. But Fusion is the exception. Fusion is the game when okay. I play this game. I go and I collect a lot of the stuff. I, you know, I'm not always going for a collectible run or going for a 100% run, but I that's the game where I will do a 100% run more often or I'll go for more collectibles. I love that. When I, when I first unlocked that scene, I didn't look up how to get that scene, by the way. When I look, when I got that scene, that that was that was like wow, that completely blew my mind. I was like, yo, like this. I thought there, I actually was a little dis- not a little disappointed, but I thought there would be more scenes like that. So I tried to like find them and I couldn't. Um, but I thought that was really awesome, and you know, obviously like the extra like collectibles you get like for finishing the game at the end. I always thought like those looks were really cool, and the, some of those outfits have ended, uh, ended up in uh, in Smash, which was cool. Um. Yeah, I this is the one like one of the few Metroid like experiences out there for me where I do not mind going out for the collectibles and going out for more of them or trying for the hundred percent. Again, like the the shortness of the game compared to other ones, I'm more likely to go out for all of them. I never feel like it's it's too much of a chore. I agree. There's some cool puzzles. Yeah, that's that's. I think I'm gonna give it a five because with everything I agree with what you said makes it four worthy. But for me personally, the fact that like. I'm just I'm never like oh I don't want to ever do that I, I love going for the collectibles and getting stronger in this game and yeah you're right there it does a good job of if you don't want to like max out if you don't want to hundred percent it you still have a good amount of stuff to deal with what the game throws at you so it never feels like uh, tediously difficult which is the worst kind of difficult so not that fusion's really difficult in any kind of sense but at the same time uh, you know it's nice not to have that kind of thing in the gameplay so yeah. I, again, I give it a five, I, I, but maybe that's some personal bias in there, but we don't do 4.5, so I'm rounding up. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. Both of us rounded up. Um, okay, Dak, I can't wait for you to give this next category a five, too. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's talk about the music of the game. Do you do you want to go first, or do you want me to to uh, bury this softly? Well, are we are we doing is it's music and sound, sound design? Like audio yes. design? Okay, because that's the thing, is that I'm like this game sometimes does not sound good. <laughs> it is, it is like crackling your speakers on your Game Boy. Um, but some like music tracks in this game I think are good. Like I definitely think, and I think we've talked about this when we uh, on a previous episode, where I and I think because we were doing a um, a mapping Metroid. Is that, yeah, like, this game doesn't have maybe, like, super standout tracks. It doesn't have, like, your Fedrana Drifts theme and, and, and whatnot, right? But 
I really think like the music is really good in this game. Like it's it just it's I think this game is a really um immersive experience. Like I never I never find myself thinking like, oh, this is a theme, like, oh, this is a video game thing. Like everything just meshes together so well. Um the music I th- is is really a big part of that. It feels alive, it like ebbs and flows and like almost pulses a little bit in the background and some of like and it's it's perfectly I think really well done, especially for a Game Boy Advance game. Uh, unfortunately, the 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 hardware does not do it justice. And then you have ins- instances like, you know, the Ridley fight, which that's like it's Oof. hard it's hard to judge that now because like part of me like unir like ironically and now unironically likes that Ridley, you know, scream because it's like a meme, right? So like I like it now and it's funny, and so, and I can't get that out of my head. I can't not like enjoy it because it's funny to me. But yeah, it's not good. Uh, it's hard to rank this because, like, if this game was remade or if it wasn't made on the Game Boy Advance, or whatever, I think it would it would be fine. It's just that some of the the ways the the I'm not a I'm not a sound technician or whatever, but like it does the Game Boy Advance like hardware and like some of the the pitches that the, the these sounds get at times do not mesh, do not gel very well at all. At the same time, yeah, it doesn't have some of those iconic standout tracks. So you can't like really quick and jump to something that like you'd want to go back and listen to maybe. But when I play the game, it all works really well, which I think is the most the most important thing. So uh, this is hard. Um, I know you're going to give it like a zero or a one or two or something. I can't give it a four or five, but like I don't think it's like horrendous. I've, I, I trust me, I've played horrendously sounding Game Boy <laughs> Advance games. And Metroid Fusion is not that bad all the time. So I'm going to give it a three in that regard. I, I mean, I agree with what you said about the the hardware holding it back. That is, that's just a fact. Um, it's a fact. But, I mean, come on. This is a one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not surprised. This is, the sound effects are, are consistently not very good. With the exception of the SAX's footsteps. I think that that oh, those, was done yeah, that's, pretty well. Yep, yep. Um, but you know, I, I played, I'm going to be honest. I actually didn't play fusion all the way through. I played uh, about an hour or two last week, but just to refresh myself when I was at my office today, listening to, uh, you know, I put on the Metroid fusion soundtrack while I was at my desk and it's just, it, it, it's just not there. The technology is not there. Um, but I, I also don't think that the themes are there either. Like there, there really isn't anything that, that really stands out. I, I think, you know, other than like your other M's and your Federation forces, it, it's really a forgettable soundtrack, um, which, which is too bad because I feel like even games like, you know, return of Samus on the game boy and, and Metroid on the NES, like had some really kind of catchy themes and, and Metroid fusion has, you know, the main theme that's kind of got that horror tinge is, is kind of neat, but you know, the the technology just uh, it it wasn't there, and just yet another reason why this game is so um, ripe for a remake. Because yeah. this is something that, man, if if this if this was redone and and they added just a little bit, uh, you know, maybe they redid something, gave it the the Samus Returns treatment. This could be something I think really special. But uh, as it is now on the Game Boy Advance, uh, yeah. You know, I'm I'm gonna I'm still gonna keep my score three, but I'm gonna say that it was a three point five rounded down. The reason why is because I was thinking more as you were talking. I was like, ah, 
I agree with what you're saying, but at the same time, I can go back, like, not even, like, I can just go back and, and think of, like, you know, the Ceres theme, for example. The Ceres boss theme, that's a really good boss theme for Metroid Fusion. I love that theme, and I wish it was in Smash Bros. Like, that stands out for me. I think the SAX theme is th good as well. The main theme you mentioned, also good. So, like, I do, th and uh, the, the, uh, the Frozen Sector, I think Sector 4 or whatever it is, or Sector 5, like, that theme I can vividly hear in my head. So, I don't know, like, maybe it's just because this game is more special to me. I don't or not more special, but, like, I really love it. So, like, maybe though that's why it sticks out of my head more. But I can, I'm not going to say that those themes are on the level of some of the other more popular Metroid themes. But still, I can, I do think they stand out a little bit and, like, are worth going back to and listening to. Still 100% agree that this game needs to be remade man i mean would love that and this is another reason and i would love to see maybe like modernized versions of some of these themes i do think this game i think you're on i think you're not giving it enough credit but i i, I hear what you're saying and i definitely understand and i agree to a certain extent but i also think that it, it does have it has some stuff in there it has some good stuff and i'm actually i i'm 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 uh imploring many of you to go back and give it a listen and see if maybe there's something that sticks out to you but i i think there's some good stuff in in the metroid fusion ost but it's not a prime it's not metroid prime it's not metroid prime 2 it's not super metroid right i'm i won't go that far but i think there mm -hmm. there's i i won't i definitely don't think it's that bad i definitely think there it has some good themes it has some tracks in there that are memorable to me at least um but to even it out with maybe this like the the overall execution of it just at the time, still gonna be a three for me. But it was a th I will clarify it was a three point five rounded down. Uh, you're gonna laugh at this too, but like one of the another reason that I I'm not in love with the music here is because there's this really I I don't like this track at all, and it's the one that plays like uh, whenever you talk to Adam, and it's like. Do, 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 oh, and it's like that main theme and like god you just hear it over i love that theme oh it's so good oh i love that oh that yeah that that never gets old for me man i you know what i again that's like a personal thing i definitely get you it plays a lot but like that's like the fusion theme man like that's like the like oh i'm going on i'm i'm a detective i'm going on a you know i'm i'm sneaking around i'm i'm figuring out what the mystery is on the ship i i I love that theme, man. That that hits for me. I can hear that so vividly in my head. Yeah, that's that oh, that's God. Metroid Fusion. You can't Fusion get it out. That's like so iconic to me. A Metroid Fusion, oh, like that, that's like yeah, that's good. That's some that's some good stuff right there. Um, so I I apologize. I actually realized that I missed our our very first category. So go me. Um, so this is the last one. We've got the world and atmosphere of the game, mm. and. Uh, I feel like I know your answer, so I'll, I'm going to go ahead and say... Actually, you know what? Go ahead first, because I'm kind of torn here between a score, and I want to see if you can upsell me or if I'm going to keep it where I where I am. Well, as I said earlier, I think this game is really immersive. I love the world of Metroid Fusion. I think world very much play is, is part in terms of, like, you know, the locations and the settings, also the story, right? Like, it's, it's, it's a multifaceted thing. But the world constructed in Fusion... And, like, this overall setting, you're on this ship in the middle of space and, like, deep in, it's in this, you're uncovering, like, a, a government-level conspiracy. And it's the result of, of past events from a previous game. And it works in new elements plus old elements of, of, like, the previous game and story. And it adds this, like, horror aspect that, like, Metroid really hasn't recaptured yet. I think, in a way, Metroid Prime 2 did and somewhat Metroid Prime 3. 
Um, but like that that part of it, like where Metroid Fusion really feels like more of a horror game than the others. It's not like Dead Space or anything, or Resident Evil yeah. maybe, but it certainly more leans in that way. Uh, it, it Metroid Fusion has its own character in that way. It, it's so, uh, in a good way removed a bit from other metroid experiences but that's kind of really why i like it it gives i think metroid um you know a little more depth and it can be not right. just one kind of thing so uh, you know i i love everything of what i really love almost everything about fusion i gotta give this a five as well um and i i, I want to hear your thoughts too because i'm sure you're not too far off on it but I'm, i don't know if you're gonna give it a five no i'm not gonna give it a five um See, what I would have given it is a 3.5. Um, that, that's probably where I would have ended up. But I think I think I'm gonna, I think I'm going to give it a 3. Um, I think I'm just going to round down and give it a 3. I, I love the spaceship idea. Um, I know that you're not super fond of the spaceship, but I, I do think that the, this game did a good job of like no, giving you some color. Good. and yeah, yeah, okay. So I, I like that idea. And I love, I love the scenes with the SAX. I love the mm-hmm. more horror aspects. Yes. I just like, yeah, I, I feel like I'm beating a drum here. I just like, I really hate the vibe of like constantly having to go to Adam and interrupting what you're doing and talk to Adam. Um, I think that the game would be scarier without him kind of directing you where to go. Like imagine if you were just lost and you were exploring the ship and you know that the SAX is out there and it's coming for you. You can, you can still find a way to get that story. Like, it, it, I don't know. I, I just like, I wish that you could scan the environment like you can a Metroid Prime and, and have the story told to you that way. I just wasn't, and I and I feel like God, I feel like I've just beat this up like over and over and over again in this episode, and I don't mean to, but like I just really feel like the the whole like navigation room really took away from like what I wanted in a Metroid game. Um, you know, as as someone that had grown up playing Super Metroid, so. I, I think I'm going to go with a three. There are some things that I really love about this game. The horror elements, the 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 creepy, like, when you get to the restricted area and you see the Metroid breeding zone. Like, that is so cool. But I just, I feel like, I feel like every time I go to talk to, to Adam, I just die a little bit inside. So, like. I like Adam, man. I think, I think it's a three. Yeah, it's just. You know, for me, it's I like having a little back and forth for someone for Samus to someone to bounce off of. Like, you know, I don't always want to just be wandering around by myself. I like having someone or Samus, someone to talk to a little bit here and there. But I, I get what you're saying. And, you know, I, I, I like the, the ship part of this. I don't think like a ship in space is bad. Other M did it just so poorly. But with this game, I think it's fine. <laughs> it like it breaks up the flow of the other areas. And even then, like, yeah, the ship itself is still not just like it's not like Shadow Complex. Like you can see like space in the background at times. You can see like some of the experiments when you go down to like the restricted area. And even before that, uh, you know, the quarantine zone. And, you know, the dock, like there's like the ship itself has all these small little areas too. I guess for me, it's that like, I, you know, for you, you're, you're looking for something that was more akin to Super Metroid. For me, I had, this was my first 2D Metroid experience. And I, I like that, mm-hmm. you know, if I want to, it, you know, there are different kinds of, I think that's, it's such a shame that Metroid doesn't have more games, right? Because I wish there were more Super Metroid, like 2D Metroid games and more Metroid Fusion, like 2D Metroid games. That way. You know, there were more options for people who liked the different styles. 
rather than being like, oh, someone who's a big fan of Super Metroid, if they want to play more Super Metroid kind of stuff, well, they really only have Super Metroid as the option because Zero Mission kind of changes up a little bit. So there's Metroid Fusion, so there's Samus Returns, you know, whatnot. Uh, and, and Metroid Fusion the same kind of way. But yeah, maybe it's it's partially because of expectations. Maybe it's partially because of just the type of, of, of game style we're looking for. I, I like Fusion for what it is. I definitely hear what you're saying. And I would like for more games that are like Super Metroid 2. And I think there are... are great games like that in the metroidvania genre overall i just wish they were metroid games yeah. <laughs> uh you know because i like samus I like the metroid universe but i for I, for me i thought fusion was great because you know it had that great it had that anticipation i was always like wondering what was happening next and i was very like honed in on that and the game really like pushes you in the right direction it really gives you i think a fun at times cinematic but like you know mysterious and and suspenseful, like the suspense in this game is really good. A really suspenseful story. That's what I really liked about it. It's a very tight, concise, focused adventure. And that makes it a different kind of Metroid experience, but I still think it makes it really one of the best ones. And my favorite one, if we're going 2D. Uh, and, and for sure, it's something like, wow. Like, for me, it's like, I know I love something when I want more of it and when I want the story to like, want to keep reading, you know? When you have like a book you can't put down. And I know I love right, fusion. Right. I know I love fusion when like I've been waiting for the story to continue for 20 years. You know, there are certainly other stories where I've given up <laughs> wanting, <laughs> wanting them to continue <clears throat> game of Thrones. But uh, this is one of the ones where I'm still hoping to, you know, curious to see what, what's next. And I think that's because fusion did a really stellar job of telling its story, creating a world that I cared about, creating a scenario that was compelling and characters that developed over time in an interesting way. Even Adam, who, changes and and you're not really like, that's another reason i like adam in the game because he's not only like a guide in a way and a, like game wise and objective kind of setter but you're not really sure what side he's on at one point and then eventually you do really find out what side he's on and i think that's a really good story moment so yeah i i think this game is firing on all cylinders i really wish we'd get a direct sequel to it you know this the game's anniversary is is november of next year so maybe nintendo will remember that's 20 years old and, and throw it a birthday party so who knows? But yeah, that, that's my final take on it, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, here's hoping. And, you know, I, I wanted to give that um, that reminder, I guess, at the top of the episode that, you know, I'm putting on my critics hat here. Because if, if you're listening to this episode, it probably sounds like I hate Metroid Fusion. And I don't hate Metroid Fusion. I actually really like Metroid really Fusion. Hate it. It's oh. probably... It's okay. like... <laughs> it's probably in my top five Game Boy Advance games. Like, I think it's a great game. Yeah. Um, Just, you know... I, I I think I do prefer the Super Metroid style a little bit better, but I, I do like that they did more... Like, this has had to do a story-driven Metroid game correctly, right? Mm -hmm. Like, as we talked about with um, with Other M, there there were some missteps there. And, like, yeah, I think Adam sucks. You know, people make fun of Na'vi from Legend of Zelda, but Adam is way worse. But, oh. you know, I, I, with a with a remake, man, that, could, that, that pressure could just oh. be alleviated so easily. So easily. Which is why... I always say, like, man, I, I wish that Fusion could be remade. They could they could really, you know, ease back the the pacing. They could upgrade the music. There's so much stuff that they could do. Um, so, yeah, I, I really hope that it's upgraded and uh, and remade. But our final scores here, Dak, are, uh, and I've divided from 10. So our final score at 5. Andy with 2.5 out of 5. And Dak with 4.4 out of five so for reference our metroid prime 2 echoes show i had three and dak had 3.3 .3, so 
we are uh, we are way different on this one, whereas that one we are more or less on the same page. So you love to see it. It's good stuff. That that sounds just about what I expected, and sounds about right. I think a four point four is an absolutely perfect score for an absolutely near perfect game, and a four point four definitely represents that to me. So I I thank you, math, for helping me out. I appreciate that, Thanks, Andy, for doing that math for me because I certainly wasn't writing those scores down. Um, in fact, as we went through the, I had my notes and I don't know why I did this, but as we went down, I deleted them. <laughs> so I'd have no more notes left because we went through every category. So I don't remember what I put oh, as man. my scores. <laughs> so I'm glad you were keeping track, but yeah, that sounds about right. Slow clap, buddy. Um, all right. Well, that is going to do it for our definitive ranking of Metroid Fusion. Let us know if you agree or disagree. You probably disagree with me. I bet you for sure. Um, let us know over on Discord, uh, Omega Metroid Discord, where you can get in on the action for next week. We have a Discord Q&A, so uh, ask us anything about Metroid, and we will answer it next week. Make sure that you get your questions in, and you can come and hang out with us and, you know, chat Metroid and, and all the other fun stuff that's going on in the world of video games. Until then, we are going to get out of here. Of course, we want you to check us out over on Twitter. I am at Spateri316. Dak is at DakCity underscore and we are at Omega Metroid Pod. And of course, we want you to check out the podcast over on uh, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Podbean, wherever you get your podcasts. You know the drill. Like and subscribe. Leave us a sweet five-star review if you think we've earned it. And uh, tell a Metroid fan in your life where they can get their weekly Metroid fix. That's it. That's all. We are out of here. We will see you back here next week. Take care. <laughs>